Blog Talk Radio.
minute, wait a minute. Now you can just go on and be Shirley C tonight. Because I don't know about you, I've got to cry sometimes. You know, I know something about kids. When my mama passed away, I did not know that I had that many tears in me. I wish that I had an incantation where I could say, Abracadabra, she'd get up. I said, Mama. And I got no answer. I said, Mama, don't leave me. And I got no answer. And I cried and I cried, but you know what God did? He. He took me to a place called there. And Bishop, in my place called there, he met me there. He moved the pain. He took the hurt out of the hurt. He took the grief out of the grief. He began to wipe my tears away. Oh, I know I was going to cry some more, but right then and there, I went to my place of love, and he wiped them away. Is there anybody in here that know what I'm talking about? Have you ever been Have you ever been to the Valley of Baca? Baca is a place of pain. Baca is a place of loneliness. Baca is a place of grief. But down in your valley, He's there. Somebody give me a handkerchief. Give me a handkerchief. Give it to me quick. You know what he said he'd do? He'll wipe. 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 shine the light on issues impacting the urban community. Um, tonight, 
we have um, some really bad news to discuss with you guys. Um, I guess if you haven't been paying attention to the news today, I mean, I guess you haven't, you know, heard much or heard anything about the uh, bombing that took place in Boston, Massachusetts um, today. Um, kind of like um, taking place during a uh, marathon that um, they were holding, you know, and it was kind of just kind of like a bittersweet thing because I guess the marathon was held to um, raise money, and you know, it was it was it was a good event, you know, something positive, and it was kind of a shame that it was offset by something as tragic as this. So we're going to be discussing that tonight. We have special coverage. We have on the line, as always, Michael Snyder. Um, we just wanted to open up the show with something inspirational, um, something to encourage the people that are um, victims of this horrific uh, terrorist attack. And we, you know, we just want to start the show off with something inspirational, something positive to set set the mode. Um, that song was by Bishop Paulus Morton. Uh, featuring um, Shirley Caesar, um, and the song is called Your Tears. So no matter what you're going through, just remember that, you know, we, 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 we must all stick together, and, you know, things will get better. You know, I know that's a cliche, but there's nothing that we as a people can't do if we stick together. So let's just keep keep the families uplifted in prayer. Um, you know, let's just just keep in mind that this is a trying time for them. So, you know, and it just it just reminds us of the day and the times that we're living in. You know, um, when you, we, we hear about um, uh, terrorist action, you know, and activity around the, the, around the globe, and, you know, and we, we think that, you know, that stuff is, you know, you know, I, hey, that can't happen here in the United States, but, I mean, you know, as we, we've seen today, that this is a reality still. We're still dealing with domestic terrorism as, as well as international terrorism. And it, it makes it even worse because it hits right at home. And like I said, it's, it's kind of sad, too, because it was surrounding a um, an event that was supposed to be a positive event. So we're going to talk about that. We have some clips. Um, we're going to start off here in a few minutes with the president um, president's reaction to today's um, attacks. And um, before we get started, I just wanted to see if Michael had anything to say. Did you have any words of encouragement, or um, I mean, um, or what did you really want to um, share tonight? And what do you hope we accomplish tonight? Well, hopefully tonight get as much of the information out there to people as what we've gotten so far. Uh, hopefully that we'll see some developments here as soon as possible and get these people locked away in a prison or put to death as soon as we can. Yeah, and like you said, this is a fair. This event happened uh, just today, this afternoon, and so so. What we're sharing with you, uh, you know, might not be accurate at this point because there's still details that are yet to be released. Um, this is still going ongoing investigation. This is like a fresh event. So 
we're just going to share with you what we have. And as, like, um, things develop, we will come back with an updated, you know, with an um, updated show with um, up-to-date information. But, um, like you said, like I said earlier, you know, uh, it's very saddening that uh, this event had to happen out of all days. Like, it's, it's sad enough that it happened, but it had to happen around such a positive event. You know, it was just, just very unsuspecting. Um, like I said, details are still developing. You know, everybody's still in a frenzy. You know, um, last time I checked, I, I think the death toll is up to three, which is including a um, including a child as well. Um, I think that the last the last numbers that I checked online, there were 134 people that were injured, and I think that the death toll might have, you know, I mean the number of people injured and the death toll is like climbing, you know. So I mean, like I said, we'll we'll give you the the um, we'll give you the updated information as we get it, and also they were saying how. Out of those 134, 15 are in critical condition. So let's just pray for all the people that were impacted by this, you know, the families, the victims. Um, there's so much um, that we we still have to um, sift through, you know, and um, it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of sad that this has happened around the, the, the anniversary of um, Columbine. And Virginia Tech and um, Waco, Texas, I believe as well. Yeah, Waco, Texas as well. So it's just one of those things that you know it's it's, it's very 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 uh, scary that um, that this has happened, but it's a reality. And you know the the issue of terrorism, um, whether it's domestic terrorism or or national terror, we don't know at this point. But it's something that we really cannot we we can't let our guards down. You know, after two thousand and one, you know, it's, that was a horrific thing, but it's still taking place in here here in the United States. And like I said, I don't want to point any fingers. I don't want to make any um, um, assumptions yet. But you know, uh, we don't really know if this was you know someone from here that that um, who carried out this attack or anything. And, Michael, you had some information, too, about the third attack. Well, yes. uh, well, it wasn't actually an attack, but, like, the third bombing. Right. What As the news media started to unfold with what was taking place at the site of the marathon there in Boston, Massachusetts, about approximately 2.50 p.m., their time, which is pretty much Eastern Standard Time, uh, which would have been 2.50 as well here in Indianapolis time, uh, they had the two bombs go off there about 15 seconds apart in Boston, Massachusetts. In another location at the JFK Library, there was an explosion reported there. So automatically, uh, responders had to assume that it was possibly going to be a connected event. However, investigation has proven that what occurred at the JFK Library was not <coughs> They originally thought it was. It was not really an explosion. It was a minor electrical fire in the mechanical room. So originally that kind of made us think, oh, gosh, this thing is going 
all over the place and it's expanding out from the marathon, but so far they don't believe that's correct. Okay. So it's well, so far just, you know, for some people that may have heard it when it first came out, just, you know, updating you to let you know, no, that was just a freak coincidence. It was just a minor fire in the electrical room. No one was injured. No one was hurt. You know, it just took out the power and they got it under control pretty quickly. Okay, thank you for that clarification. Um, before we go to our first clip, I wanted to just read you an article just summarizing the day's events. Um, this comes from the National Post, and um, the, the title of the, um, of the um, article is At Least Three Dead, 134 Injured as Two Bombs Hit Boston Marathon Finish Line. And the article is brought to you... Um, it's on the National Post, but it was um, written by the Associated Press and National Post staff. And this um, this this article was released um, um, at ten eleven p.m. So as far as ten eleven p.m., this is you know what has happened up to that point. Um, the article reads: uh, <clears throat> Two bombs floated near the finish line of the prestigious Boston Marathon on Monday, killing at least three people, injuring at least 134 others, according to local reports, and sending authorities rushing aid to wounded spectators, race organizers, and and police, said hospital reports. Hospital reports at least 15 injured are in critical condition. One of the dead is an eight-year-old boy, the Boston Globe reported. Emergency room doctors were pulling ball bearings out of victims injured in the blast, CNN reported. Boston Police Commissioner Edward Davis said the two explosions occurred 50 to 100 meters apart simultaneously on the Boston Street shortly before 3 p.m. local time. So far, no one has claimed responsibility for the blast. Police asked Boston residents to stay at home and not to go any place with large crowds. Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick uh, told reporters Monday evening that it wouldn't be business as usual in Boston Tuesday morning. There will be heightened police presence and security checks on transit, he said. The victims' injuries were described as burns, gashes, and missing limbs. Quote, they were they they just started bringing people in with no limbs, quote, said runner Tim Davey of Richmond, Virginia. He said that he and his wife, Lisa, tried to keep their children's eyes shielded from the gruesome scene inside a medical tent that had been set up to care for fatigue runners, but, quote, they saw a lot, unquote. Quote, they just they just kept lifting up more and more casualties, unquote, said Dave, um, Lisa Davy. Most everybody was conscious. They were in a daze, unquote. There was no word on the motive or who may have launched the attack, and authorities in Washington said that there was no immediate claim of responsibility. U.S. President Barack Obama said every single federal resource necessary has been made available for the Boston for Boston 
but did not refer to the incident as, quote, a terrorist attack, unquote, in a carefully worded statement. He, quote, we don't have all the answers yet. Make no mistake, we will get to the bottom of this, and we will find out who did this, and we'll find out why we they did this. Quote, any responsible or any any individual or any responsible group will feel the full weight of justice. A White House official later said the incident was being treated as terrorism. A third incident occurred at JFK Library about 4 p.m., but no injuries were reported. Davis said at the at the press conference Monday afternoon, but it was later clarified that it was fire-related. Davis said numerous bags were left at the scene by the runners, each is being treated as a possible threat. Davis said police have not called this incident a terrorist attack yet, but, quote, you can reach your own reach your own conclusions, unquote. Authorities have not identified what caused the explosives that erupted at the finish line of the Boston Marathon. An official was speaking on the condition of the anonymity because the investigation was ongoing. Um, and pretty much the, the uh, article goes on with, you know, several people that um, witnessed this. Um, and I guess some more pertinent information. Um, the blast went off at 410 into the marathon, which was minutes away from last year's peak time for marathon finishers. About 27,000 runners were participating in the event. Um, and let's skip on down. U.S. Vice President Joe Biden used the word bombing to describe the incidents while speaking on a conference call on gun control, but did not indicate that he was learning of he was just learning of the incident from television reports or were was briefed by individuals. All right, good old Joe. Mm. <laughs> Quote, apparently there has been a bombing. I just turned on the TV. I don't know any of the details, Biden said. Our prayers are with those in Boston who have suffered injuries. I don't know how many there are. As the president was being briefed on the, briefed on the incident, the secretary service quickly expanded its security perimeter at the White House. The agency shut down Pennsylvania Avenue and cordoned off the area with yellow police tape. Secret Service uh, patrol cars are blocked off, have blocked off entry points to the road. Um, They said Davis said about 6 p.m. that Boston police did not have a suspect in custody. Competitors and the race volunteers were crying as they fled in chaos. Bloody spectators were being carried to the medical tent that had been set up to uh, for, up to care for fatigued runners. Um, about three hours later, after the winners crossed the line, there was a loud explosion on the north side of Boston Street just before the photo bridge 
that marks the finish line. Another explosion could be heard second later, seconds later. Smoke rose from the blast fluttering through the national flag lining route of the world's oldest and most prestigious marathon. TV helicopters um, showed footage of a blood-stained pavement in the most popular shopping and tourist area known as Back Bay. Uh, A block away from Boston Marathon finish line, Kylie, a 28-year-old Tufts University student who declined to share his last name, was Max was at Max Brenner's um, restaurant with his friends when he heard the the huge crash, like quote something very large, a display of fur- or furniture crash, very loud to the floor. You could kind of feel the vibration. He said by phone. He said by phone from Boston. It wasn't until the second crash re- reverberated through the building that other chaos chaos ensued. Sorry. Um, pretty much he said everyone freaked out. It was just like a huge panic. Everyone was out of their seats, just running around and scrambling. A bunch of people scrambled towards the restroom, and I think we realized it wasn't a good idea. I think if I think we weren't sure if it was one of those shooting sprees or so, or like nobody knew what was going on. And then eventually we all just bottlenecked through the through the back door. Chairs were just flying everywhere, blocking our paths, and everyone was trying to squish through the back. Oh wow! Um, trying to this is a pretty lengthy article. I'm just trying to scoot, scoot down here and just give you some of the details. Um, the search for people missing after the race was made difficult because heavy cell phone use caused slow and delayed service. That's kind of like what happened during 9-11. In the age connected by everything by digital, the hours after the blast produced a tense silence. Google stepped in to help family and friends of runners find their loved ones, setting up a site called Google Person Finder that allows users to enter the name of the person they're looking for or enter the information about someone who was there. A few hours after the explosion, the site indicated it was tracking 3,600 records. Um, the runners who had not finished the race were diverted straight down Commonwealth Avenue into a family meeting area, according to the emergency plan that had been placed. Um, Prime Minister Stephen Harper released a statement early Monday evening. Quote, I was shocked to learn of the explosions that occurred today during the running of the Boston Marathon. It is truly a sad day when an event as expiring as the Boston Marathon is clouded by such senseless violence. British police are reviewing security plans for Sunday's London Marathon, the next major international marathon because of the blast in Boston. London has been considered a top target for international terrorists with the government saying that the threat level is substantial. In 2005, a series of suicide attacks on public transport systems in British in the British capital killed 52 people. 
And that's pretty much as far I want to go as far as I want to go with that article. But um, pretty much it just gives you a breakdown of what's happening. And like you said, this event has um, caused people even internationally to even look at this and, you know, um, start to question their own security measures. And also, like like the article said, like with the um, um, event coming up uh, next week, I mean, um, marathon that's going on next week, you know, internationally, I guess a lot of people are worried about that as well. So the threat of terrorism is far from over. You know, it's it's just horrific. I see some of these um these these photos taken on the scene and it's just I mean, it is just devastating. It's just devastating. Yeah. It's just and I know you have something to say about some of the, the photos. Yes. Um, I wanted to just while the fo- some of the photos you see out there truly are, some of them are graphic, I just wanted to caution people that are out there watching. If you see it on the news program on television, it's probably legitimate. However, already tonight, myself and another friend of mine have seen different social networking sites putting up, or people posting on social networking sites, different photographs that are ghastly fabricated. Um, uh, For example, a friend of mine earlier I was speaking with pulled one up on her phone, and it had a very gruesome photo of a man that had the lower part of his leg absolutely mangled. Oh, wow. And without going into any details, while that type of injury could be consistent I watched the live news coverage on as it rolled out. And the live news coverage, I seen that man on there. I knew that injury was not accurate. So I went to Google Images, and I found the image, the true image, not the fabricated one. So while, yes, there are some gruesome photos out there and screenshots, I would stick to the one believing the ones you see from reputable news organizations that actually got the correct feeds because some of the photos, I've seen more than a couple of them today that were fabricated and not accurate. So just a word of caution there, you know, and some of them are certainly not kid-friendly. Over sensationalizing. Yes. A event like this, and it, it just always happens. Every time something major like this happens, it's always people that are press junkies, as I would call them, mm-hmm. that want to exploit a situation, and they want to um, pretty much get what they can get out of it. The shock value, I guess. Shock value out of it. Yeah, and my, for example, one of the images I've seen, and if you do Google images of the Boston Marathon bombing, you can pull up thousands of images. But the one was of a man wearing a two-tone gray shirt, mm-hmm. and he was being wheeled off by personnel in a wheelchair. And the fabricated picture had ghastly injuries. Well, yes, the man was injured, and he was probably very severely injured, the actual photo from the actual live event and the photos that are from the reputable organizations weren't near as ghastly as what had been fabricated. Wow. 
So just a little word of caution out there for our readers. That's the day and age that we live in where everything can be Photoshopped, everything can be – it's almost like to the point where you really can't tell – the uh, tell the real from from the fake. Like like you said, people have that that ability now mm-hmm. to take image and um, add to or subtract from the image and and really put that out there. And, and then like you said, they have to remember to put that out there. And especially during time like this, people are just scrambling to trying to find the truth. And then you're putting that out there, and you're not helping the situation now. Right. You know, so that's just one of those things. Like you said, just look for consistency. Um, any any information you get, make sure it's from a credible source. Um, make sure you know um, that you are comparing it. You know, comparing notes and comparing you know even the photos. Like just just realize that a lot of what you're seeing out here on the internet is not even real these days. You know, especially when it comes to Follow, we just we just live in that time now where it's easy to deceive people. So you really have to be up on your game. You really have to do your research, and pretty much you have to have a sense of who's credible and who's not. Right. And so one thing I was really impressed with, uh, as far as Google goes, personally on my computer, I have Google.com as my homepage, and I just clicked it on here and. You you see the standard page, but right below the search box, you have resources as a clickable link as related to the Boston Marathon explosions. And if you click that resources button, it uh, takes you to a page that says Google Person Finder for the Boston Marathon explosion. It says I'm looking for someone or I have information about someone says, according to here, they are currently tracking about 4,800 records, and it has on there the phone number for the uh, mayor's hotline for family and victims, and it does have the Boston police line for witnesses who may have information, and it also has a, re- a link to the Red Cross Safe and Well program. So maybe if there would be anyone listening here outside of Indiana, maybe on the East Coast, and they're a little curious, you know, those are you know, some resources out there. And there were a very large number of Indiana runners participating in that race today. Okay, uh, I just want to take a brief pause right here and let people know um, if you want to call in, um, I know we totally changed the format of the show at the last minute, so things seem like they're jumping all over the place. That's why we really changed the format um, of the program at the last moment because, um, I kind of felt that this was more important tonight. Um, we will um, pick back up with the show that we intended on Wednesday night, um, but I just really want to um, get this together tonight, discuss this, let you guys know what's been going on. Like I said, I'm just learning about a lot of this stuff myself, you know, in the past couple hours. So, you know, we're just trying to learn and educate and inform you guys as we, um, as you know, details develop. And I really, you know, we got a couple of clips I want, want you to play to, that I want to play tonight, um, kind of like outlining what's been going on. I want to start out with the uh, President Obama, um, Obama's response to everything. And um, um, I grab, I grabbed this clip, and I hope that you guys are able to hear it. Um, 
And then following that, I want to kind of play um, a clip from the Associated Press um, outlining the event. And also, we're going to get to a little later, we're going to hear some clips from the um, some of the people that were um, around and just have, how a lot of them, you know, just what they saw and how they're coping with stuff. So we got we have about three clips I want to play. We're going to, you know, um, discuss them, discuss things in between each clip. So I just wanted to start off with um, President Obama um, and his response, and uh, we'll be back and we'll be ready to discuss it. Wednesday night, 
um, episode, and we're gonna we're gonna briefly talk talk about this on Wednesday night. But I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna try to have a better quality um, sounding clip for you guys. Um, but I guess we can jump to really really quick. I'm gonna jump to. Um, I'll say if you like, I may have one here that was the actual statement released by the Boston. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, Boston Police Commissioner. It's about a minute and 36 seconds long. It comes from the Bloomberg TV uh, off of one of their YouTube posts. And it's, uh, I believe his name's Ed Davis, the Boston Police Department's commissioner, uh, police commissioner, giving a statement here over what they had today. Do you want to get that ready, or do you have that now? Because I can go to the, the next clip, and then we can you can give that statement when we come back, or how do you want to do that? Whichever. I've got it pulled up now, but it can wait. Okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and play um, what I got from the Associated Press. Press. I'm just kind of giving the outline of events. Um, I, I know we've already discussed this, but I um, just wanted to play this. Um, it kind of sums up everything, and then um, when we come back, we'll um, – I'll have you read the uh, the statement, and then I want to jump into uh, some of the reactions from the crowd. So um, here we go as we listen to um, what the um, current events for today. The first blast happened just a few feet from the finish line for the 23,000 people registered for the Boston Marathon. Thousands had already crossed the line by the time the explosion went off, but many were still running the 26.2-mile course. Witnesses described horrific injuries, many people with limbs blown off. The second blast went off about 100 yards away, nearly simultaneous with the first. AP is learned that two other explosive devices were found nearby. I don't know why anyone would do something like this. Just take something so pleasant and turn it into so horrible. Make no mistake, we will get to the bottom of this. And we will find out who did this. The FBI has joined Boston and Massachusetts officials in working the case, trying to figure out who is responsible for the deaths and injuries. There was no specific intelligence. Uh, we certainly increased our posture around a big event like this. All of those things happened in preparation for this event, but there was no specific intelligence that anything was going to happen. Meanwhile, officials warned the public to stay indoors and stay away from crowds. Matt Friedman, Associated Press. All right, we're back. Um, so um, he, you had that statement ready to read? Uh, yeah, it's a video clip. Okay. I think we should oh, be okay. here. Uh, like I said, this comes from Bloomberg TV. It's off of their YouTube post. About a minute and 36 seconds or long. I believe his name is Ed Davis, I think. the uh, He's the police commissioner for the city of Boston, Massachusetts. Thank you, Governor. Uh, at 2.50 p.m. today, um, there were uh, simultaneous explosions that occurred along the route of the Boston Marathon near the finish line. Um, these explosions occurred 50 to 100 yards apart, and uh, each scene uh, resulted in multiple uh, casualties. Uh, at this point in time, all of the victims have been uh, removed from the scene. Uh, we have uh, 
sent officers to hospitals uh, to be in touch with uh, family members and possible witnesses. Um, we immediately activated a uh, system of uh, response uh, that the uh, Commonwealth of Massachusetts and the federal government has in place for these type of incidents. Uh, my first two calls were to the uh, special agent in charge of the FBI and uh, to the colonel of the state police. Uh, both uh, Rick Delorier and uh, Tim Albans immediately sent resources. Um, we um, have, at this point in time, determined that there has been a third incident that has occurred. Uh, there was a, an explosion that occurred at the uh, JFK library. So this is very much an ongoing event at this point in time. Uh, we are not certain that these incidents are related, but we are treating them as if they are. We're recommending to people that they stay home, uh, that if they're in hotels in the area that they return to their rooms, and that they don't go anyplace and congregate in large crowds. Okay, that was from Bloomberg TV, their YouTube posting. And just to add that that was approximately 5 to 5.30, I think, because I actually watched that statement live this evening. And since then, they did determine that the JFK incident was not a bombing. It was an unrelated thing. It was a small electrical incident. But other than that, everything else is still... Relevant to the history. I guess it's important to you know, um, you know, to also add like like they mentioned in the clip, like they wanting the people just to stay on a high sense of you know just to be alert and just right. just exercise caution, stay in, you know, try to you know refrain from staying, um, congregating in large groups or traveling in large groups because at this point you know they're still they don't know what's going on, right? And and at this point like we don't know. Um, if at all that you know, if this um, if this individual's still out here, or if they're going to attack again, so I guess you know, um, it's just one of those things. You know, we have we'll have to just uh, stay stay tuned in to see. I guess I guess people will be a lot more relieved when they know um, more information. You know, right. right now everybody's clueless. Everybody doesn't know. What what's going on? Um, the basic who, what, where, when, and why, and how. You know, so I guess it's it's one of those things uh, with any terrorist thing. You just have to you have to really just be aware of your surroundings and just use some caution. Um, right now we do have a caller online. I believe it's Jr. Um, Jr. Hello. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Oh man, I tell you what, today, today I am in a rage. You know, there are a few days in my life when I can say I am in a full rage mode, and today's one of them days. It's just, it, it, it just seems I don't know what's going on. From, it just seems like, I mean, especially this time of year, I guess we're celebrating. Ooh, not celebrating, Lord forgive me. Um, not celebrating, but we're this is like the anniversary of the Virginia Tech around the time the Virginia Tech uh, incident happened, um, the the Oklahoma City bombing, you know, the Columbine incident. It just seems like this time of year there's always something going on. But it just seems like lately it's just been 
one thing after another. Just when you think that we've seen the worst, you know, there's always something else that's happening. And I'm just so sick of these yep. cowards. And if your life is that miserable and you're that pathetic, check your own stuff out. Hey, you know, as I, I mean, I highly doubt that any of these jackals are reading my Facebook post. But I'm more than happy to put my address out there and let them come over to my house. You know, if they if they they have that that much of a disrespect for human life, let them come over. I'll make their wish come true. I got no problem doing that. You know, one of the casualties today was an eight-year-old child. You know, and, and that's what you you know. My youngest son is eight years old. Yeah, so it's plus on top of things, I got two nieces of mine that live in the Boston metro area. So this pretty much hits hits at home. How does that make you feel being a father, like you said, of a child that's eight years old and then you having relatives and and, um, especially young relatives that live in the area? How does that make you feel? I'm telling you, I'm fully enraged. You know, I, I, I'm at the point with this now where I, I'm sick of it. I mean, to call these people cowards is, is disrespecting the title of a coward. Even animals have got that much of, a, of at least a little bit of respect towards life. You know, they, they, these people are scavengers is what they are. They're like the buzzards, just going into the lowest common denominator. You know, the way I look at it is like this. They need to find these people that done this. They need to go ahead and try them and be on reasonable doubt, okay? And to me, justice sets out a message. To me, these people ought to be taken downtown Boston and be put in a dang uh, public execution, maybe even stoned to death out there. I don't give a dang what, what race they are. I don't give a dang... You know what, the religious belief, I, I don't care. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of it overseas. I'm tired of it here in the home front. You know, I'm tired of the Timothy McVeigh's and these, these punk-ass kids that weren't hugged enough and decided to freaking go out and shoot up a school. I'm tired of this. Yep. You know, there, there's zero excuses for it. And maybe, maybe... Oh, Just ahead, as a I'm question sorry. for your own family, have you had any contact with your family today that lives in that area? Look, uh, I, I've got two nieces that live over there. Yeah, have and, you had uh, any uh, them? Yeah, they, they're good. They're, they're good. They, they weren't even in the area when it happened. Okay. Ironic, ironically, they were talking about going there. But, hmm. you know, they weren't. Now, now did you know also? Like uh, after after the explosion, then they did the JFK uh, library about an hour and a half after they announced the JFK library thing. They announced that it was uh, a fire, you know, that it wasn't part of that. Unrelated. They found, yeah, it wasn't related at all. But they have found three other explosive devices that were just destroyed by the police department over there. Since oh, then. They found three more? They found three since the explosion. Hmm. 
Now, and see, I I was searching for news articles on that, and a lot of them were defendant weren't very finite on their details. I know that one of them they had because the, the police are taking any suspicious package and automatically detonating it just to be on the safe side. And I had heard that some of those were controlled incendiaries that they had done for safety precautions, but I still haven't seen the finite stuff on all that yet. I was still yeah, looking. I heard that they were saying even like some of the runners that left their backpacks or bags behind, um, they're, they're, you will know as potential threats too. They, they, they're leaving no stone, stone unturned at this point. So, you know, yep. uh, it, it's just one of those things where everybody's at a heightened sense of alert right now. And they're trying to urge people just to stay in so the police can do what they have to do. Um, and just they're just trying to keep everybody's safety at the top of the list right now as far as things are concerned. So, Yeah, I, but, yeah, my, you know, Turkey, you know, you and I were talking over the weekend. I told you a little comical thing yeah. that uh, I was going to bring up today, but we'll save that for another we'll time. We'll save that for Wednesday night. But yeah, man, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I, I just, it, it would not be justice if they didn't, if they end up finding these people and then publicly, you know, just publicly try them, and if found guilty, publicly execute them. Right in the middle of the town, it wouldn't be justice otherwise. No, that's too much. That's too much like the right, though. <laughs> I mean, but what do you have to say about you know? Do you think that does this does this further prove the point that domestic terrorism is still is not a thing of the past? We still have to be on alert about that. Well, that, that's just the thing. I mean, uh, by definition, I guess it would be domestic terrorists. Uh, that was something uh, I wanted we, to ask you. You do have prior military experience, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought you had. Do you think that this is a domestic terrorism, or do you think this has any type of clues to it to, like, an international terrorist group? In, in all honesty, no, uh, I, it, it's hard to say. Um uh, from, from what I've seen, you know, it, it, okay, here, here's the best way to explain it. From what I've seen, you have got right now, uh, it, it's still way out in the open. There, there are certain, certain signatures that were in these explosives they're investigating on that would give them clues as to who's done it. No one has claimed responsibility. Now, the Jordanian, uh, what do you got? Uh, some fundamentalist, extreme fundamentalist uh, 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 of a uh, jihadist group in Jordan, this just on USA Today's website, was applauding the terror attacks in Boston, but didn't take responsibility. Okay? Now, but here, what you have with the Boston Marathon is the largest land race man you know, foot race in the world. It's a world event. It isn't just, uh, you know, a U.S. thing. It's a world event. So that that's why it's hard to say. Because this could have been to hit 
any certain person. It could have been just as easily as to target one single person. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, they. I I I can't. I I, I wouldn't. I, I can't and wouldn't say until I were to see all the facts come out. You know. Still too early then to come to any type of a speculation on that. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, terror is terror, whether it's yeah, international or whether it's domestic. You know, Timothy McVeigh was no different in my eyes than, uh, uh, you know, the members of Al-Qaeda that uh, hit the Twin Towers and, you know, it, it it's a uh, it's a sickening cowardly act. Yeah. You know, no, no matter what the reason, um, you know, the lost life the lost life is up to three now. I think the last number they brought out was about 180 people injured, and one of the deaths was an eight year old child. You know, hmm. it, it it's ridiculous. You know, I I can't think of one single excuse. Yeah, you know, they, they they're investigating. Uh, the I I did hear something about that. Uh, Homeland Security is investigating all the uh, uh, domestic militia groups as well mm-hmm. to see if they've had some kind of act in this. Yeah. And given your prior military experience and working with federal agencies, and I know this is probably really going out on a limb, but how long do you think it usually takes for them to formulate at least a a halfway solid lead in a particular direction? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What did you say? What was the question? Given your prior experience with military and whatnot, do you have an idea of approximately how long it takes them to run enough testing to get a maybe a possible lead in a particular direction? I honestly was not expected to be all that long. I'd say within a week, you know, they, they would have a very solid lead. You got to remember, since 9/11, they, uh, it, Boston, being one of them cities, has fortified uh, uh, itself with audio and video systems along the street. So there's video of the people that that's being investigated right now by the FBI, CIA, and ATF. That uh, there's video of the people dropping, you know, the explosive device. They just can't you bring up good say it. And let me jump in here real What's quick, that? JR. That yeah. is a good point because you even look at, like, a lot of the, the major metropolitan cities, a lot of the bigger cities, even Indianapolis, they are now at the point where they're installing to, to cut back on crime and, and, and to solve a lot of um, um, unsolved murders and homicides and things of that nature just to, just to cut down or just kind of, I don't want to say intimidate the people into not committing crimes, they have a lot of those, like you said, those cameras on, on every street or at least main intersections. And yep. they're, you know, it, it, now we're, we're in a in the age of, you know, in an age now where, you know, everything, there's, there's no such thing as 
privacy. I mean, you're not going to get by. So I believe, like you said, I do agree that with Boston, like you said, being the metropolitan city that it is, and um, I believe that it will, they will find out who did it. And on top of that, when you think about most, most of the times when people commit acts like that, they 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 want you to kind of know, especially if it's a, if it was like a, a major terrorist, like or an international terrorist organization that carried out that that crime, you they're not going to just do that. They 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 want eventually they're going to come out and say, hey, it was us. Like they they want you to know who was responsible for carrying that out. Just like with nine eleven, it didn't take them long to figure out that you know. Um, you know, Bin Laden had something to do with that. You see what I'm saying? And they they figured out really quick that they were the ones that were responsible behind that World Trade Center attack. So if it was, it, they're going to make a point, and they're going to want you to know, for one, if it was an international or domestic thing. Like, if people were not going to go too long with it, they're not going to do something like that because that, the arrogance of people um, is going to want to come out of it and let people know, hey, I was the one that was behind that, and this was the point I was trying to make. So do you think that there's some validity behind that? I'm sorry. My battery was down, so I had to connect the phone to the charger. No, what I'm saying is do you think that just like 9-11, we found out quickly who was responsible behind the, the terrorists, do you think it's going to be the same with this? Because most people are going to want to put their name on that or something that big, and they want, they're going to want you to know why they did that. I think, like, think? okay, I, I think based on 9-11, it took almost a week for Al-Qaeda to come out and uh, say, hey, it was up. But, you know, prior to that, very few people had heard of Al-Qaeda, you know. Um I, I think that it's gonna it's gonna come out. I'd yeah. say within a week they the government will know which way to look. But they're yeah. not gonna come out and say it. They can't. Because the last thing you want is to let the people know, hey, we're coming for you. You know? Right. It's not it's not gonna happen. Uh the FBI database, you know, they, they once they get a picture they'll run to the FBI database and yeah, I mean, we're talking supercomputers here, you know, with uh, profiles of people from around the world, you know. So they'll have a link in a matter of days, you know. Now, I'll say this, we'll never know why, you know. And you're going to have a bunch of idiots come out saying, oh, that was us, you know. Our act or you know, whatever, we did it, you know, when actually they didn't go, they're just looking for attention. You know, the, the main groups are staying out of it. This is, this is a smaller group, in my opinion, this is a smaller group trying to gain, gain notoriety, like uh, maybe a subsection of Al-Qaeda that's getting ignored, you know? If you ask my opinion, um, you know, it, it could just as easily be some uh, disgruntled, you know, a person out there because Obama's president. We know we've seen plenty of them psychos around. You know, uh, but it's like I it's like I said, 
there's a right way to do things, there's a wrong way to do things. And you okay, don't I, go victimizing people. Joe, I had a question because I was looking uh-huh. today. I, I had a question. Oh, I, I want your insight on this. I was yeah, uh, looking at some news clips online, and I was watching um, a clip from the Young Turks, um, two very, very well-known um, online. Um, uh, they're more progressive. They cover things from a progressive point of view. And they brought up a uh-huh. point today, one of their videos about um, the rise of domestic jihadism, I guess you would call it. And they were using sure. the, the the group, the Aryan Brotherhood, for an example, and how they have grown to the point that they, they have, there used to be a, 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 used to be a gang that was, that, that formed within the prison system, system, but now they are growing to the point where that 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 gang is, is has um, kind of infiltrated out outside the walls of the prison system, and they have gotten to the point they they've grown so much to where they have, uh, especially in Texas, to where they have uh, so much power to where local legislators are afraid to even prosecute them, and they have. Uh, committed all kinds of acts outside of prison. They've had people murdered. They've had people, pretty much they're terrorizing people outside of the prison system. And, and they were using them as one of the groups. Because we, we always talk about how mech-like gangs and stuff like that have ran and taken over, like, uh, Mexico and how, like, certain, you know, groups like that, jihadist yeah. groups have taken over certain countries. But people think that they have... That, that hasn't happened here in the United States. And do you think with that, um, especially with this act of terrorism and what we know about groups like uh, the Aryan Brotherhood and other people like that, do you think that we are now starting to see, uh, going to see a trend of um, domestic terrorist groups or gangs or people that are going to even uh, overrun or override the government here? Or like that are going to bring terror to different cities and stuff like that. Do you think we're going to see a trend of that? I I absolutely do. Um, you know, like you were saying, Texas right now in South Texas and areas that are like Hidalgo and uh, El Paso or where Juarez is. You know, there are civil wars going on within the city. You know from uh, Mexican mafias and other gangs, you know, fighting each other uh, for, for power. Now, in other areas, you know, such places, criminals such as the uh, Aryan Brotherhood has come up. You know, they, they're more along the lines of like a Houston and, you know, in Colorado, there, there's factions of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yes, they are definitely rising to power, especially within the prison system. I, I believe there was a, a a big story here not that uh, a couple of weeks ago about uh, how they ended up finding out that uh, it, it was a, a hit from within the prison on the uh, on the prison staff, like the warden and yeah. the sheriff and uh-huh. all that. Yeah, um, yeah, I absolutely do. You know, and uh, it. You know, the, the thing is, is that that's nothing new. That's been going on 
you know, back uh, during the Civil Rights era with the Ku Klux Klan. You know, it took uh, infiltration from the government, getting some informants in there to start breaking them apart, you know, and that's what is probably going on with it. But believe me, the government knows what these people are up to. That That is why I, I, I do my gut instinct. That is exactly why my gut instinct is telling me that this is a foreign attack on us, you know? Yeah. Because, it, you know, on anything, any of them other domestic groups, it would have been raided and busted long before that, you know? Let me um, ask you this. You go, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I wanted to ask you this. What ramifications do you think this will have on the Obama administration? Do you think this is one of the, quote-unquote, George Bush moments? To where he had to deal with um, the issue of 9/11. Do you think that this is going to have ramifications on his administration? How people view him, and okay. is he going to have to take some really? I mean, is he going to have to really, really this time? He's really going to have to think things through. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, President Obama is going to face a lot of criticism. Um, the reason the reason I think that is because uh, and, and before I say what I'm about to say, I'm going to say that I thought in his speech he handled it perfectly. Okay, yeah. he handled it he, he, before he knew that it was a terrorist act or whatever. He, you know, he didn't specify. He said we're going to investigate in this and that. You know, all right. Now it's the aftermath that what's going to come. Is, is he going to call it an act of terrorism? Is he right. going to go after them, you know? Um, I, I think if the president doesn't, it will absolutely, this will be the kryptonite that absolutely tarnishes his uh, administration altogether, you know? Because yeah. he just got over the Benghazi scandal, you know? Right. Where it just finally got put in the back burner, you know? And now this. You know, and at the same token, I mean, if you look at it from a conspiracy theorist point of view, this could very easily be one of them, uh, you know, ultra-right-wing factions out there going on trying to make the president look bad, you know? Because in all honesty, I'm going to say this. This is an apprentice explosive, all right? Uh, the, the reason I say that is because anyone with any kind of experience, would, uh, it, 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 for three people to have died, as many people as were in the area during the time of the explosion, and only three deaths, and again, I'm not belittling the deaths at all. They're tragic yeah, and cowardly acts. But this was, this was an apprentice that built this bond. You see yeah. what I'm saying? It was a what? They, 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 right. This is an apprentice. This is a rookie trying to make oh, a name yeah. for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but the Obama administration is going to have to come after them, guns blazing. Anything left, oh, yeah. it's not going to be enough. You don't have to make an example out of him. Absolutely. And I mean, but... But once again, I, I will say I thought in his speech the president 
handled it perfectly the way he should have. You know, just lay out the facts that he knows as of that point. It could go on yeah, from there. You're not one of those one of those people that are trying to say this, that, and the other, making a bunch of promises, making a bunch of statements that you know that aren't true. Just be honest with the people. That's all he wants you to be. Be honest with them. Let them know. Absolutely. Don't know. Absolutely. See, you got you got a bunch of the right wingers right now uh, going out there criticizing the president for not calling it an act of terrorism. Well, by definition, yes, it is an act of terrorism. But as of that time, they still didn't know if it was a water main explosion or, you know, someone busting an old city. It has gases coming up through its sewer lines. And it has underground electrical lines. It happened in, uh, it happened here in Indy not that long yeah, ago, about yeah. five months ago. There was an explosion in downtown Indy from the sewer line, but the gas had built up and there was a short the electrical wiring. And, you know, it boom. So, you know, they still didn't know, which is why the president handled it the way he did. And I, I thought think he did a great that was job. one of the better things he put in there when he said we got to act once we have all the facts. Exactly right. Exactly right. However, you know, you know, once he went back behind the curtain in the White House, you know he pulled all those heads of state and all those national security people and FBI heads together and said, I want somebody's ass on a platter now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hopefully he said that. We don't know if he did. Yeah, you know, I'm about sure. I just say, that, uh, you know, let, let's hope that our president said that. I, I would like to think that he still has the balls and he didn't have to go ask for shell for him. Yeah. <laughs> he got him in a nice pickled jar. <laughs> <laughs> but nice pickled jar to Hello, guys. We have another caller, and I want them to jump in if they want. Um, caller two one zero five seven seven. Do you have a question or a comment, or are you just listening at this point? Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, I'm just listening in right now, but I have a little comment that uh, I want to share. Uh, you know, calling this explosion uh, an act of you know the gas lines, you know, I think is an insult to the people who were injured and died over there today. Who, who said that? Nobody said that. Uh, well, you were saying that earlier, guys. So no, no, no. Don't you try to it. justify. No, wait, wait, wait. You know, these people died today, and it was an act of terrorism. That's all it was, man. I believe it was given as an example of what the government was using to gather all the information. It was never alluded to be as a cause. Well, you know, say, say, saying it's a government conspiracy isn't doing much either, boy. I don't I think right now. Nobody, hold on, wait a minute. Nobody said that, and obviously you must have just tuned in. Nobody listen, said No, listen, wait, 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 listen. Before you open your mouth again, okay, this government conspiracy well, thing is, what, is out of hand. I tell you what, don't get smart because I'll hang up on games, first of all. Mm. You know, we don't play this that whole, on this show. And obviously okay, well, you're getting informed, and before you want to call in, and before you want to call in and make some um, rash statement, that you don't know what you're talking about, I suggest you listen before you open your mouth. How about that? Okay, well, okay, so well y'all, y'all I'm tell... Uh, I'm not going to waste some more time with you, I'm going to hang up on you because you ain't talking y'all about it. Y'all tell me you. what y'all... Yeah, whatever. Goodbye. I don't play that. 
you know, it, it, it's uh, what happens when you only pay attention to uh, part of the conversation. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you could have called in and said, well, I'm still listening. Let me gather my thoughts. You said you were going to say that we said it was a governmental if, if, uh, conspiracy. That did not come out of our – nobody said it. No, no, no. I mean, I, I made, I made a mention on what a conspiracy theory would have think about it, but you know that that's as far as it went. You know. Yeah, I think he failed to listen to only about about thirty seconds. Yeah, and then you gonna come on yeah. my show and think you gonna get smart with me? Oh no, I mean you can be with someone have a different, you know. But for you to come on here with that negative attitude and you're pointing things already and saying we said this and we said that. And you gonna tell me to be quiet? I said no, 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 no. I run this. Yeah, right. You can't do too much about them. And you know what? Another perfect example of saying why people need to have all the facts. Exactly. That's just pure ignorance. Yep. 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 Just pure ignorance. You know, don't we. We're just talking about nobody saying it wasn't, nobody saying it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like I just I just wish people would listen before they open their mouth. And if you if you're unsure, ask what was what, why would you say something like that? Mm-hmm. Of the water main brain, you know. I would have been more right. than happy to say what I said. Yeah, we were just talking about how he just carefully handled the situation. It could have been anything to start off with. I mean, but for you to just jump on here and say that we that's that's what we said, you obviously didn't listen to the whole conversation. Right. I mean no, I, that's I think that, you know, obviously the viewpoint of this show is nothing but respect and reverence and heartfelt sorrow for what the people went through out there. Exactly. You know, and and that's that's my thing. Out of all this this whole out of me, the whole history of doing this show, I have never had to hang up on anybody. I've never had this happen before. Like after the whole show, and we've had people with all types of opinions on this show. Like we've had people with, I mean, you know, things I didn't agree with, some of the callers didn't agree with, but it was just one of those things where we could be adults and talk about things. And I've never had to hang up on somebody. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Speaking of which, I think we just lost Jr. But that, like you said, Michael, that goes, goes to show you that's what that's what's wrong with our society today. We always want to jump in on something, or we always want to comment on something without researching or having the facts before we do so. Yep. So you know. did we have anything else to – did we have any more news updates? I've been kind of combing the Internet while we're on here. I haven't found any more, uh, any more updates yet. Yeah, I wanted to play a clip of the uh, of some of the reactions from the people that were there. I think it was a brief clip. Let me see if I can find that. Um, okay, I should Okay, here we go. Okay. All right, we're going to go to this clip. It's only like a minute and 13 seconds, but um, it is um, from the Associated Press. 
and it's entitled Tears and Anger After Boston Marathon Explosions. Um, it's very sad, very, you know, um, one of those really heartfelt type of things. So I, want, I just wanted to look, um, want you guys to hear um, some of the reactions that were live, you know, uh, right after this uh, bombing. We're in this yet. Yeah, Look at what the street. We've got the first bomb go off. People. Sorry. Well, it's in the streets. I'm going to go off in the streets. We're 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 going to go off in I don't know why I don't want to do something like this. Just take something so pleasant and turn it into so horrible. It's, it's unbelievable. What goes through people's minds is really is. You know, you just put all this hard work and it's such a positive day. And, you know, to have something like this happen. And, you know, you take all the fun out of it. And it's such a, it's the best marathon in the world. And, um... And also, my brother was um, served in the National Guard in Afghanistan three years ago. It's kind of just something like that. Okay, I know it's kind of hard to hear, but that, like I said, this happened right after the um, the bombing, and it was just still just all kind of mayhem in the street. They were just asking people about how they felt. It was just like, like I don't know if you heard one of the ladies. She said, she, like, like we were, one of the ladies saying this, it's just like this term. This started off to be a pretty positive day, and then it just ended up like this, you know. So it was one of those things. Nobody in their right mind would have expected this to happen, you know. So this, I mean, I just done a quick update here, and uh, CNN posted an article 42 minutes ago with the latest statistics. Um. If you are, whenever you're ready to go over those. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of have a, a timeline of events, too, once you get done with that. Okay. Um, this was just posted 42 minutes ago, so while we've been doing the show, uh, it was from CNN, uh, still the death toll still at three, uh, but 144 are being treated, 17 critical, 25 serious. And at least eight of those patients are children. Oh, wow. And at least ten people injured had limbs amputated. Sure. That is according to CNN, and that was posted 42 minutes ago. Oh, wow. And here's just a couple. I had some things up to uh, close to 10 o'clock. And it just broke breaks down what happened at what time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna start. I'm not gonna start back too early because a lot of the stuff, uh, you know, if we go back too early, a lot of a lot of things that weren't confirmed at that point. But I'm gonna start off like around 7:54 p.m. Um, update of CNN was started to report there were 132 injured um, at 8:12 p.m. NBC reports one of the persons of interest in the bombing is a, quote, young person here on a student visa, unquote. 
CNN reports at least 10 amputations have been performed on victims of the bombing. Um, 819, via Business Insider, FBI and Boston Police um, held a press conference, were scheduled to hold a press conference at 8.30 p.m. Um, 8.35 p.m., via Wall Street Journal, officials have found five additional undetonated explosive devices in the Boston area. Uh, 840 uh, via NBC the ages of those injured range from 3 to age 62 847 live press conference Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick uh, speaking the National Guard has secured the crime scene and will limit access to it Uh, 850 um, live press Press conference, Boston Police Commissioner Edward Davis um, speaking. Three confirmed that he says there is no suspect at, at Brigham in, women, in women's hospital, contrary to reports. Um, the FBI, 859, the FBI set up a 1-800-CALL-FBI prompt number three for anyone who has information, visual images, and or details regarding the explosions along the Boston Marathon route and elsewhere. So, by the way, I mean, I don't know if anybody's listening on the East Coast or anything, but once again, I'm going to give that number out, 1-800-CALL-FBI, or if you want to know the number, actual number is 1-800-225-5324, prompt 3. Um, 9.40 p.m. via Wall Street Journal. Investigators now doubt that the five additional suspected explosive devices found were indeed bombs, which that's a good thing. Um, and that is an up an update at 11 p.m. Um, federal, state, and Boston police are searching a Revere apartment building. Um, yeah, so I guess they're they're they're. they're um, Investigating an apartment building where they they think that it has something tied to that, so that's the latest that we have as far as 11 p.m. So um, for those who want to know this, like they're keeping things um, up to date, if it comes from um, heavynews.com, and um, and it's pretty much a good site. It's breaking down things from you know start to finish, and um, I think that's a good. I'm a, I'm a bookmark this page and follow it myself. But I just wanted to share share with you guys um, the events broken down up to the eleven o'clock hour. So I didn't know if you had anything else. I think we got Jr. back. Jr., are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, I knew I knew you got disconnected. After, well, I know he'll call right back. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here driving down 65. I get a few dead zones on the way. Yeah, we know. We, we know how you are. The late night. The late night creep. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just it's just really sad. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it was just. That call really 
so we can get stuck. Did you have anything else you wanted to add or you wanted to say tonight in general? Because I know you have a lot to say. Man, I, I, I'm just shocked. So am I. I'm, uh, I, I'm in a state, like I said, me personally, I'm in a state of rage. I, I it, you know, to, to address these people as cowards is just way too much. Giving them yeah. too much you know, they're animals. You know, yeah. whatever it was, whatever religious faction they were, whatever political faction they were, that they're animals. You know, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's like I said, it, it, they, they, to take, to go after innocent life the way they did. It, it, it's just beyond me, you know. It, it truly is. It, it, it it blows my mind away. You know what? What could go so wrong in someone's life that they decide to do something like this? Yeah. And then Nick, at the same time, though, I sit there and I think about this, right? And, and I realize, you know, here we are. We live in the United States. We have the finest of luxuries around the world and how lucky that we are to live in such a country. This is a daily thing, sometimes even hourly in certain countries, you know? Yes. So we're extremely lucky to be here and blessed. Now, we just need to keep, you know, people of Boston in our prayers and the victims, you know, hopefully there won't be any more casualties. Um, and hopefully, you know, the, the, the uh, law enforcement has found all the explosive devices that are out there. You know, I, maybe there's more. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's little things about it tell me that this is a, an apprentice trying to make a name for himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. The the fact that only two exploded and they found five total, including the two that exploded, you know? There were five and only two exploded. That tells me it was an apprentice. You know, uh, the low low number of cats, this could have been a lot worse than what it was. Yeah. And that's not a single thing away from the tragedy that that it is. You know? Um but thank God that it was it wasn't worse. You know? It you know, it, it to me it hits me on many different fronts. And uh you know, I got I got you know, it, it, that, it ain't just because I have an eight-year-old child. It ain't just because I have family over there. You know, I have, I can think of three ex-girlfriends that run marathons that have ran the Boston Marathon at some point in their lives. And mm-hmm. I, I haven't gotten a hold of them. I don't know if they are out there right now. You know? Uh, uh, one of them is... Uh, You've heard me speak about my best friend from the Marines, 
one of them's his cousin, who I oh, dated wow. for a while. You know, so I haven't heard. You know, I'm sure if she would have been out there, you know, my buddy would have let me know. But you know, they uh, everything seems to be in check so far on that aspect of it. But you know, it, it yeah, I mean, it, it, this hits the families of the people that were affected. It hits the people that were affected. You know, it, here we are. You know, 12 years after 9-11, and, you know, just basically about, what, five years ago, life really started being normal again? Yeah. And and now, you know, here we are, back to square one. Yeah. And so do you think in that, in that sense, do we really have to get serious about uh, – Terrorism, whether it's here or overseas, do we have to really keep our alert up? Like, can we ever get comfortable with you know with things being normal? Supposedly, I mean, is it always a threat? You think? I mean, is this a sign that we need to really stay on top of this stuff? I I believe that life as we knew it prior to nine eleven is over. Yes, I really. Yes. I, I believe that you know um, the gov. I, I I believe that right now the government should start doing background checks on every person. You know, um, it, you know it it, it uh it, it there there's just too many. You know, prior, okay, prior to nine eleven. What we had to worry about was, you know, they, some of us remember this. Some of us remember this. Some of us remember the Unabomber, you know. Uh-huh. It farmed few in between, but there were a few deaths, you know. But the deaths were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. The Unabomber only went after properties. He didn't necessarily go after people, you know. Yeah. There were just certain lines that never got crossed. But, you know, this, this year, I, I really think this is changing at all. I was listening to uh, the local news in Indianapolis and uh, on the radio, and then 93.1, they were interviewing uh, the mayor, and they were interviewing the governor, and they were interviewing the chief of police, and... Uh, because, uh, you know, the, our half mar- our mini-marathon is coming up in like three weeks. And they were interviewing the people in charge of that and how all this is now going to affect that. Yeah. Odds are Indianapolis is not a target except for one event that we have, and that's the Indy 500. Yeah. Because when... You know, just like the Boston Marathon is, uh, the Indy 500 is to racing what the Boston Marathon is to, you know, foot races, you know? It's the name in racing. Now, I, I would definitely expect, you know, more cops now. I definitely expect, you know, less tolerance towards crime, which oh is, yeah, is, is a good thing. But 
it's going to get silly about it, you know? Where where the innocent law-abiding citizen will end up getting targeted because of profiling, whether it's racial profiling, religious profiling, or whatever, we're all gonna we're all eventually gonna get targeted, you know. But do you think that, given these circumstances, and I take no position on this, I'm just throwing this out as a question that I think maybe yeah. people should, you know, people in general should contemplate given the necessities and given the situation and the climate of the circumstances, at what point consider a little bit more intrusion to be acceptable in the interest of overall public safety? Me, personally, I'm against it, you know. I don't want the government knowing my business, you know. I like it that way, you know. But, but... If you if you recall here, what was it about a month ago? I believe two weeks a month ago, they were talking about the United States. Uh, the federal government was talking about uh, passing a bill to use surveillance drones on our own on our own citizens. Yeah. You know to uh, investigate. Now we don't know what they're investigating. You know, but we don't know. But I don't want that. You know, what? what's next? And next thing you know, I mean, it, it was five years ago when the CIA stopped doing uh, executions. You know, mm. there was a 20-year gap between when they stopped it at the end of the Cold War and then they started it back up after 9-11. You know, and just about five years ago is when they stopped Again, you know. So uh, I mean, it, it, it's uh, it, it, it's a tough call, man. I, I I don't want it. I don't want the government knowing what I'm doing. But then again, I'm not doing anything that should attract any kind of attention. Yeah. Folks, what do you have to say about the people that hear you? What, what do you have to say about people that would hear you say that, and they would think, well. If you don't have anything, if you're not doing anything illegal, then why would what what's the big concern? What would you say to people that have that type of mindset when it comes to the government? What, uh, what I would say to that is is this: Benjamin Franklin stated a long time ago that those that are willing to give up their freedoms don't deserve them in the first place. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I don't want it. I'm not doing anything illegal. They can come check me as long as they're doing it by the law. Okay? They start changing the laws and taking away your freedom. There's no reversing that. You know? There isn't. Because then people grow accustomed to it. You know? The only exception in history and in U.S. history, to that has been prohibition, where they took away your freedom to drink alcohol and then eventually got overturned. You know? It's the only time in history where freedom got taken away and brought back. Wow. But 
you know, just like the Bush era, people bashed on Bush. Remember, people bashed on Bush after 9-11, talking about the Patriot Act, how invasive it was. At first, everyone was for it. But when they when it came to light, how invasive it truly was, people were against it. And now we're going to give all that up again? No, 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 no. Just let it be. But the government just has got to do a more thorough background check on the people entering our country. Yeah, that's true. They have the technology. They have the technology. Believe me, if you are on their database, they know when you wiped your ass last. You know? Ooh. They 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 know. There, there's a reason why they we have uh, institutions like the CIA, the DEA, the ATF, the FBI. That there were original reasons, and their responsibilities were expanded. For example, the Secret Service. Secret Service was originally there to uh, watch over mail fraud. You know, and that train bombing. That's what the Secret Service was all about. And now they protect the president and all these congressmen and senators. Now, you know, the, the FBI. The FBI was formed to find Lindbergh's baby. That was the whole purpose of the FBI, to have a mm. federal bureau to investigate, you know, the crimes of high-profile crimes. The CIA's original purpose was to make sure the FBI was doing their job. Yeah, right. and they became uh, uh, a unit of spies, uh, well, what they are now, intelligence. Yeah. And since then, we've expanded to the DEA during the 90s, or the 80s, and, uh, you know, uh, came out in the 90s. You know, it, it uh, during the arms trades with the, during the Iran Iraq war. You know, remember that whole Ali North Iran Contra scandal? That was the ATF. Mm-hmm. So wow. you know, it, it, I don't I don't want to see any more expansions of government. I don't. You know, I I don't want them. Yeah, I. I I, we, do, you we that, are, do you think that we have enough resources, if properly managed, to handle the situations, say, that the country faces? I absolutely do. Okay. I, I, I believe that I, I, this is, uh, is going to be probably the most messed up thing you ever hear me say. I believe that, you know, they need to, uh, you know, with these background checks, they need to, uh, they know, they know where these people are, okay? So, we brought them here, you know, we we brought them here. Like, after the first uh, Iraq war, we started bringing 
some of these people that would rat on Saddam Hussein and give us intelligence, and we'd reward them. Now look what we have. You know, but they know where these people are. But what about their cousins that keep coming over? You know? Mm. That, that That's the thing, is the people that are coming in under the radar that end up moving from, you know, some hostile area in Syria on up to, like, England, live there for a decade, get a a British visa, and then come over. They're not going to look at them because, oh, they're, Brit- they're, they're British, you know? But we do have that technology. We absolutely do. We fund it to ridiculous amounts. We're not putting it to use, though. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. like I said, I, how do they know... How do how do they keep track of the small time people like the petty thieves and, and the small time drug dealer on the street corner street corner of like 16th and Lafayette? Okay, track <laughs> of person that has grown uh-huh. up friggin' you know like a hundred people in an explosion in Jerusalem. That has stuck into our country. It's ridiculous. You can't tell me it goes both ways because it don't. They just don't want to do it to keep getting the funding. They want to underspend to get more money. Mm-hmm. And see, with expansions, with expansions of government comes expansions in the taxing. Because they got it's our taxes that fund these, yeah. you know, these government entities. So, the more the government expands, the higher we're all going to get taxed. So let me ask you this: What things yeah. do you think? I know this is a basic element. But what things you think they should should back off more on, and what things you think they should? They, you know what I'm saying, what, what what things they need to beef up more? Like, what, what things, I mean, what, I know people want to talk about they want government, government, but let's be realistic about it. What things do you think that, I mean, are reasonable for them to back up off of, and what do you think they need to remain in? Uh, I'm sorry, man, I, I didn't quite hear you broke up. What makes me think what? No, I'm saying... People always say the government needs to, needs to back off more. What things reasonably do you think could back up, back off more on, and what things do you think they should they should beef up more? Well, I mean, their presence and more. Can you hear me? I, I, no, I, I I could barely hear you. I said, what things do you think the government needs to back off from, and what do you think they need to? Step it up more in. Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh God. Maybe Michael. Maybe you need to repeat the question. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's, he let's, he was saying, uh, "What things do you think that they should cut back on, as opposed to what they should beef up more?" Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah. I got. You. I got. Yeah. What should they be involved in? What shouldn't they be involved in? I think, all right. I I I think we should have 
there's no reason we shouldn't be able to combine our intelligence community, all right? Because you you've got the CIA knowing X, you got the FBI knowing Y, you got the ATF knowing Z, okay? Then you got the newest of all these branches, Homeland Security, and they may know A and B but not C, okay? There's no reason that we shouldn't combine them all into one unit, okay? Now, there are certain things that are necessary. There are other things that are not. For example, I I do believe that the Department of Defense should stay very well funded, you know, because right now the cutbacks on the Department of Defense are affecting some of our troops that are coming back home. You know, whether it is with their treatments or, you know, their housing and what so to recover. Uh, Take, for example, the whole issue with Walter Reed. Um, But, you know, I, I, I also believe that such entitlement programs, such as Social Security, okay, Social Security's original purpose was as a lockbox. It was meant to be a a means of supplementing upon retirement, not to live off of, but to supplement, to help you out, okay? In case, it was in case we'd ever go into another Great Depression. It was in case we, you know, for our elderly to be able to get stuff to eat and help pay for their medical expenses. I think that, you know, uh, the government should set foot in, uh, for example, their, their, it should beef up a little more their medical, you know, like your Medicaid, your, uh, your Medicare, you know, to take care of those under, underprivileged as well as the, uh, elderly. But they need to stay out of it, too. They need to, like, for example, with uh, Social Security, they they need to stay out of these things. They need to leave it, leave the money as it is. Quit yeah. taking money out of it that is not theirs to spend. Why? Um, the, the shrinks in government should happen from on the district level, Okay. It should be, for example, the, the the House of Representatives has expanded by, I believe it was like 22% since George Bush was in office, which means basically a district got too big for a congressman, so they split it into two districts. Now there's two congressmen there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh and so we we need to we we should do with the House like they do with the Senate. There's a hundred senators and the speaker the speaker, which is the dang uh, vice president, you know, should do the same thing at the House. One hundred. That would eliminate a whole lot of a whole lot of income there. You see what I'm saying? There are certain areas that do need cut. I mean, uh, by no means am I an expert at it. 
but the only way to get at it would be to look into it. I, I think we need to invest heavily in technology, you know, to uh, beef up our defense through technology. That if there ever comes a day where we can remotely fight a war instead of sending out our troops, I'm all for that. You know what I'm saying? They, uh, yeah, they, 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 they're, they're, they, they, I mean, that, that's an extremely broad subject that needs to be broken down at different levels, you know, and, and the only way to get at it is to look into it. And again, I'm no expert at it, but, I mean, there are just some of my opinions there. Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. And, and, and I guess, I mean, that's a lot of people, that's, that's the thing right there, you know, especially, you know, that, that, that opens up a whole can of worms when we, when we talk about privacy and we talk about, you know, different things that the government should and should not have control over. I mean, at what point are we going to draw the line and say, hey, you know, enough is enough? Well, you know, yeah, you know they, uh, they uh, back in its prime, the KGB was a radical organization. It was the Russia's version of the CIA and FBI combined. They would gather intelligence of their own people as well as abroad. Okay, and. Back in the days of the Cold War, and still to this day, there's rogue KGB agents running around. But back in the days of the Cold War, it was nothing. It was nothing whatsoever for local people out there to speak against the communist government, and the next day they're found dead. You oh, know, wow. and that was based yeah. on only getting information. Wow. They knew. Who their enemies within were. They knew who they were, who was speaking against them. Next thing you know, poof, they disappeared. Or they were found dead, or mysteriously they ended up hanging themselves. But the same token, they had their hands tied behind their back. You know? Yeah. Oh, uh, and, and that was if you was lucky. If you was unlucky, you got taken to their secret camps, their torture camps. Yeah, and you didn't come out of there alive, but it just took a lot longer, and it was a lot slower. The scariest people on this earth are former KGB agents. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you that straightforward. And it was all in the name of knowledge and information. We need to gather this to make sure our government stays strong and our way of life gets, stays strong. It was a beautiful speech by the communists, but that's eventually what it led to. Mm. As I, got to, I, I, I told both of you, you know, when, in my time in the Marine Corps, I spent time in Colombia during the early 90s. And out there... During the Escobar years, Pablo Escobar had so much power that if you spoke out against him, you didn't know who was with him. 
he would personally come down and to assassinate you. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, these are things that and I'm not saying we'll ever get to that point, but the thing is, the more freedoms you give away, the closer we are to that. All right. Yeah. Hey, um, while we on this topic, I want to get your opinion of the, about the uh, Texas stabbing last week. What What is your thoughts about that? On the what? The tech, the stabbing that took place in Texas last week. Did you hear about that? Uh, I haven't heard anything on that. Show me in. I haven't heard much about it either. Like, I mean, I've heard. I mean, it hasn't really gotten a lot of uh, media coverage. I don't think. <laughs> you know much about it, Michael? The only thing that I had heard was that there were 14 injured in a stabbing incident in Texas, but yeah. that the police had the subject in custody. That was all I heard on it. After that. Yeah. Yeah, I had heard. That. Wow. I guess since they had someone in subject so quick, subject in custody so quickly, I probably ended all the good news coverage on it, probably. Hey, real quick, not to go back to something, but, uh, you know, when you ask me about uh, government cutbacks and all, what are some things I believe should happen? Yeah. Here's two things that are normally right at the front of my conversation to that, but I, I completely phased out. Um, I believe that there there should be term limits in the House and the Senate, just like there is with the presidency. Yeah. You know, oh, I guess no, there's not. What's that? I think you're right, there's not. <laughs> yeah. And there should be. You know, that would get rid of the career politician. That way, when they get out, they have to go out and get a job just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And another belief should happen is we need to take away, and I mean wipe it away, where the government votes their own races. Yeah, all, all these congressmen and all these senators vote every single year a cost-of-living raise. I don't get a cost-of-living raise every single year. I'm sure none of you all do, you know. need to take that away. If they want a raise, they need to bring it up to their constituents. And I would pay money to see some congressman or some senator in front of their district at a town hall meeting in front of a district that's got 22% unemployment, mm-hmm. trying to explain why they need a $17,000 a year raise when the average person there is making less than $15,000 a year on unemployment. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, call me crazy, but you get taxed even in unemployment. So although you're collecting unemployment, you're still paying for these congressmen and senators' salaries, you know? So, yeah, these, them are just two other things I would change. I mean, that 
that, that's just me. <laughs> I personally, I think the idea of term limits is a beautiful idea. Absolutely. I really thought the thought the 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 whole thing of them stopping uh, you know stopping them from voting their own raises you would have liked that one too. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think so. Um, you know, again, that's just me. You know, it. it uh, it, I, it, some of these people, like, and, and again, I, I'm only aware. Keep this in mind when I say these names. I'm only aware of, you know, certain people that have made careers in politics, such as, well, God rest his soul, Richard Byrd from West Virginia, a Luger here in Indiana. You know, Feinstein and uh, Barbara Boxer and, you know, Teddy Kennedy, God rest his soul, you know. These people made their lives off politics. Well, I think they want to have to dial in with a different phone. Ooh, uh, are your phones going dead? Yeah. Uh, I think it's recording. I don't know if you're going to be able to get back in. Um I think Michael has dropped the phone call, but I think that um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys um, what's coming up in the next um, couple of shows. Um, Wednesday night we will be doing our entertainment um, beat, and we will have Miss DeAndre back on air. She will be joining us again. She's back. And also, JR, I know you're going to be a special guest on Wednesday because I know you have a story that you want to cover, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, about. Uh, can you just give them a little, uh, just give them an insight, a little insight on what we're gonna be talking about? What's that? Can you give them an insight on what you want to uh, cover on um, next show about the uh, representative from Atlanta? Uh, a representative Hank Johnson. Nate Johnson. Okay. Hank Johnson. Yes, sir. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be jam packed. Yeah. Hey, would you like for me to get on that now or later? Uh, we can get on that. Uh, we can get on that on Wednesday. So I don't know if you what you had going on on Wednesday, right. but I, know, cause I was going to do it tonight. But with with this whole incident that happened, I just wanted to push that show up to Wednesday, and I want to just do like a special edition show tonight. Yes. Yeah, listeners in Georgia, you should be ashamed. Hank Johnson, y'all's pride and joy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, speaking of that, did you ever have the chance to look at that video? No, I need to get on that, yeah. <laughs> I'm scared to look at it, JR. <laughs> oh, Oh my my my! Yeah, you you definitely got to look at that gem. <laughs> Check this out. This is something that you might want to jump in next Monday on too. This is on our Monday show next week. We're going to uh-huh. have um, one of my friends that's a libertarian come on the show. Oh, nice! And he he he's been on the show before, and I think it went over very well. Like it was very informative. 
But he's going to discuss. Um, we're going to discuss some things dealing with gun control. We're going to talk about what's been going on in the news lately. Um, his campaign with Gary Owens. He lives in Ohio um, right now, but he's going to oh. talk about the campaign with him. And um, we're just going to talk about different platform issues, and just we're going to have a good time. So um, that's going to be on our Monday show. All right. Yeah, so, I remember him. Yeah. Were you on that show when he called in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the first time I ever announced about my time in Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be a good time. I think we're gonna we're gonna he's gonna he's coming on on Monday. He's scheduled to come on at ten. So, um I'm really looking looking forward to it. And also, um Michael just sent us an I am. I think I am. Um, I know that he says I can't dial back in; it won't let me. So, um, well, yes, I think he won't be able to get back in. But I just wanted to just wrap the show up and let everybody know what's coming up. Um, you have any things that you want to recognize? We need to get you on here more often, Jay. We need to get you set up for the show because I think with the career that you're about to have taken off, you need to have your voice on here, have your own show. And be your own. No problem, man. I mean, it, it, yeah, you we know, I... yeah, we need to get together and work on some things and plan some stuff out because I know I'm about to get back in doing uh, video broadcast too. That I'm going to start taking shows for my YouTube channel. We're going to still have the the radio show, but I'm going to start doing. Uh, uh, we're going to start having uh, video shows. I'm going to get back with you guys soon about that. We're going to start doing. Hopefully, a couple of takings a month. So we have to change things, and also we're going to start probably doing more pre-recorded shows too. Uh, so we're going to be exploring some more options, and we're going to really start getting into some things. I know our YouTube channel is growing. Um, I know, uh, you know, I haven't done much for this, so I mean, I, I appreciate everybody who's been checking out our older videos. We have like 245 subscribers on YouTube, so we need to get that up. Uh, I want to get to at least 300 here the next couple of months, and I just want to see the things privately. So, if you haven't checked that off, website is www.com. You can check our Facebook page um, and all that stuff. But, I'm here today, I appreciate you coming on as always. Hey, time, bro. It's always my pleasure. You know that. All right. But I'm going to call you here in a little bit, and we'll. Try to discuss a couple things. All right, uh, bro. Uh, I'll be all right. waiting. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.